Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey, what's up Life Masters? This is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery. Today I'm gonna share with you how to quit your job even if you're scared out of your mind. So if right now you've got a job that you hate, you're looking to get out of that job, you've got a new job, a new opportunity that you wanna pursue, maybe for you it's your dream job, your dream opportunity that you really wanna pursue in your life, or maybe you wanna start your own business and that's your dream that you wanna pursue. No matter what your situation is, in this video I'm gonna share with you two different approaches, two strategies that are the best ways for you to quit your job. One strategy I'm gonna share with you is the strategy and the approach that I took when I first quit my job when I was 21 years old to start my own business and pursue my dream, uh, that approach, to be honest with you, is not the best approach for 99% of people that are watching this, but I still will share with you the story and that approach that I took just in case the 1% of you are crazy mofos like myself and wanna pursue that. The other approach that I'm gonna share with you is more applicable to 99% of people that are watching this. Um, it's more the smart, safe, and secure approach towards quitting your job. And it's probably what I do today, especially if I had kids and a family and other responsibilities. If I had a lower threshold for risk, that's more the approach and the path that I'd take. So I'm gonna share through both of those. I'll first start with the first approach that I took um, when I was 21 years old. I'll share with you a quick story on this. Um, up until that point, I was actually working for my family, my family business. My dad uh, had a business doing limestone fireplaces, which we did the mantles and the surrounds for fireplaces. 
and we made them in a warehouse and we'd actually go to new houses or renovations and we'd install these fireplaces. Um, this was a job that I worked at for a few years, always kind of grew up working in the family business. Did not enjoy the job, did not work in with family, uh, did not enjoy working with family. Uh, my dad and I would always kind of fight and argue and he'd yell at me a lot and nothing was ever quite good enough. And so even though there might have been potential and opportunity there for me to take over the family business, deep down inside there's a part of me that it wasn't my purpose in life, you know, it wasn't my passion, it wasn't my mission. Um, I knew that if I just did that for the rest of my life, I'd feel like I settled in my life and there'd be something more for me and I'd have a feeling of regret. And so I knew I had to quit that. I had to start my own business. And at the time, I didn't know anything about business. Um, I made a transformation in my life because before that, when I was 17, 18 years old, I got into self-development and I started improving and changing myself, my beliefs, my mindset, who I was. Um, I changed my dating life, my confidence, my communication skills. And so I made this transformation and because I transformed myself and achieved a lot of goals for myself, I, I, when I was looking at what I wanted to do with my life, I was like, these mentors and people like Tony Robbins, for example, that changed my life, I want to do what they did for me. I want to be able to have that impact in the world just as they've had that impact in my life. And so that always inspired me. And so I decided at 21 years old, I was going to start my own business. The business was going to be called Lifestyle Transformations. And it was a, a, a dating coaching and life coaching business where my, you know, my strategy, my approach, my vision was that I'd help other people to build their confidence and their self-esteem and to share the things that helped me in my life and I could coach them and help them and also help them meet the opposite sex because that was a, something that I struggled with when I was younger. Um, I was incredibly shy and you know, afraid to talk to women and you know, struggle with that area of my life and I was able to improve and make a lot of changes there that I knew that I had some value that I could help other people with. And so for me, I didn't know anything about business. I didn't know anything about marketing. I just had a passion to help people. Uh, I believe this was my purpose in my life and um, I believed that I was going to make it work. I believed that I was going to figure it out. And so what I decided to do was I decided to quit my job. I decided, you know what, I'm going to quit my job, I'm going to pursue this full time without knowing anything about business, without having any source of revenue from this business, no clients, no customers, none of that, no website, nothing. Um, I did save up a little bit of money that I had in a savings account for maybe that could cover me for about two months, but I decided, you know what, I'm just going to find the way or make the way. I had a strong enough why and purpose for it and I had the belief and really faith that I was going to make it work. And so for most people, this is not the right approach. It's not the best approach. For me, it was though at that stage of my life. And my thinking, my mentality around this was that, you know, I believe that by putting myself on the line, by putting myself on a, when I'm in a situation where my back's against the wall, I've got to find a way to figure it out. So even though I had money that could cover myself for maybe a month or two, I believe that the pressure that I put on myself where all of a sudden it became a must for me to succeed, that pressure, that demand I'd put on myself would force me to become resourceful, to figure things out, to you know, wake up early and stay up late, putting whatever, whatever I had to do necessary to achieve success that I would do. It's almost like that if I put a gun to your head and I said, you gotta find a way to make enough money to support yourself in three months, I can almost guarantee you'll find a way. You know, you'll wake, you'll wake up earlier, you'll stay up all night, procrastination, fear, laziness, all of these disempowering habits would disappear from your life because now there's a consequence if you don't succeed. 
And for me, my survival was on the line where I had to find a way and figure it out. And so I remember being in that position where I had to learn business and marketing. I was reading every book, going to every event. I remember, you know, at times I'd, you know, approach strangers on the street and try to convince them to come to a seminar that I was putting on. I did pretty crazy things that I look back and I can't believe that I did, but it was because I put myself on the line. And, you know, some people might say, that's crazy. That's insane. I'd never do that. And, you know, that might be true, but I like what it made of me because I believe it's not what you get, it's who you become. And pressure creates diamonds. And so by putting that pressure on myself, it forced me to step up in ways I never would have before. Another example of this at another stage of my life was I remember I was living in Vancouver, Canada. That's where I'm from. And I was living in the suburbs, but I always had the goal and the dream of living downtown Vancouver. I just believe that that if I can find a way to live downtown, then I made it. And at the time, you know, to live downtown Vancouver, it was like a, I found a place for $1,000 a month, which was way more than what I could have afforded. And I wasn't making much money at the time in my business. And so um, I had no idea that how I was going to be able to afford it, but sometimes you don't need to know the how, right? If you have a strong enough why and purpose, the how can get, you know, takes care of itself. That's why I've often said that 80% of success is why to do something, 20% is the how. So I didn't get too caught up with the tyranny of the how. I just knew that I wanted this and I'd figure it out. So I remember I signed a 12-month lease. I only had money, I think, saved up that I could you know, pay for the first two months of my rent. After that, I had no idea how I was going to come up with the money to be able to pay to live there. But again, because I put myself on the line, I put my back against the wall, I had to figure it out. You know, a great example of this is that if you want to take the island, you got to burn the boats. You know, that's what the ancient Greeks used to do when they had an army and they'd arrive on an island. And if you want to get the soldiers to have no other options, no plan B, but the only plan is that you better take this island, you better win, they'd burn the boat so that there's no possibility of retreat. And so it made it a must for them where they had to find the way, there's no turning back. And so for me, I, I put myself in that situation because I was looking for ways to challenge myself and step up and grow in my life. And by doing that, it, it did. It took me to a whole new level in my life. I found a way to pay, pay for the rent and make more money. And sometimes when we're too comfortable and we don't put those demands on ourselves, we don't grow. So for me, that was something that I was willing to do. And another quick story before I go into approach number two, which is probably more suitable for some of you because that approach I just shared with you might scare the heck out of some of you, especially with this title of this video, even if you're scared out of your mind. Um, but I remember, you know, one thing that inspired me, I wanna share this with you, was the story of Sylvester Stallone. Uh, most of you know Sylvester Stallone from the Rocky movies, the actor, the director and everything. He was struggling in his life. He, and he had the goal, the dream of being an actor. And uh, he auditioned for many different movies and went to different agents' offices and just kept getting denied, kept getting rejected. Whatever roles that he'd get would be roles of him kind of playing a bouncer or a security guard or a gangster and get, you know, get beat up or whatever. Um, but he just had this goal and this dream and he just wouldn't give up. And one day his life changed because he wrote and had the idea for the movie Rocky. And so he wrote the whole script for it. And he had full belief that this would succeed and, and change his life and make him into a star and make him successful. And so when he, was, you know, when he wrote the movie Rocky, he went to different you know, producers and, and different agents and whatnot and he started pitching it. And he got rejected time and time again. You know, every producer said it's too predictable, it's not gonna work. You know, he's getting a lot of negative feedback on it, but he knew what he wanted and he refused to give up. 
And what happened was he was struggling financially. He could hardly support himself as he was pursuing this dream. And you know, he got to points where he had to sell his wife's jewelry and his relationship with his wife was really rocky. Um, <laughs> pardon the pun, but it was rocky. And um, you know, went through many different challenges, but he refused to go and get a job. And the reason was, his mindset was, which I really benefited from, was that he was afraid that if he went and got a job, he'd lose his hunger. Right, you get seduced back into the comfort of that, and sometimes when you're comfortable, we don't make a change. In fact, a lot of people they don't quit their job until they hit a threshold, right? Where your job right now might be okay, might be comfortable, maybe there's some frustrations and challenges that you have, but it's not until it gets to the point where it gets so bad and those that the pain stacks to the point where you you get to the point where you're like, you know what, not another day, I'm out of here, I got to quit. It's when you hit that threshold, you make the decision. No different than people that are in a relationship. It might be an okay relationship, but it's not until it gets to the point where you're just tired of having no passion, no love, and it's not the right relationship for you, and you're just, you know, tired of wasting time in it, that the pain allows you to hit that threshold where you finally decide that I'm gonna break up with this person, and that threshold is what allows you to do it, because you know, everybody stays in relationships or jobs way too long when they know that they should have quit or left that relationship so much earlier. So, he was afraid of just kind of getting back to that place and he kind of enjoyed being in that position where he's always hungry and driven and uh, had to be on his own and be resourceful. And so sure enough, I'll, I'll kind of shorten the story a bit. He ended up uh, finding someone. Uh, so actually one part of the story, very inspirational, he actually ended up getting to the point, he was so desperate that he ended up selling his dog, his best friends. And you know he loved his dog more than anything in the world and he ended up going to a liquor store and trying to sell his dog to strangers and finally found a man that'd buy his, his dog for like 50 bucks. It was the lowest point of his life. And what happened was he finally found someone that believed in Rocky and the script and the movie and they negotiated. He offered more money than he ever could have imagined in his life but he said to them, there's a catch which is that I have to play Rocky, I'm Rocky. And the company, the producer said, no way, you know, you're a nobody. You're not an established actor. It's way too much risk if we're gonna spend this money to have you play Rocky. We're not gonna take that risk. And so they ended up negotiating. He ended up getting you know, hardly any money for it, not much compared to what they offered originally, but he knew his dream and his purpose, which was to be Rocky. And uh, sure enough, the first thing that he did once he got that deal, and I think, I forget the numbers, but maybe it was like $15,000, he went back to that liquor store and said, I wanna buy my dog back. And he kept coming back every day. He wait, spent all day there and he was trying to find the man that would have his dog hoping that he'd frequent the, the liquor store that, that he sold his dog to. And sure enough, after a few days, the man arrived and he was there with the dog. And so Sylvester Stallone said, hey, sir, do you remember me? I sold you the dog. The man said, oh yeah, yeah, I love the dog, love the dog. And he said, "You know, listen, I know you do, but I was at a dis desperate point in my life and I'm here because I want to buy my dog back. And I know that I, you, know, you paid me 50 bucks, but I want to give you double that. I'm going to give you $100 so that I can buy back my dog. And the man said, no way. I love the dog. There's no way that you're going to buy him back. And so Sylvester Stallone knew what he wanted and he was resourceful and said, listen, I'll offer you $200 for the dog. And the man said, no way. There's no amount of money that you can offer me that would allow you to buy back the dog. So Sylvester Stallone kept changing his approach. He offered him $400. He ended up buying the dog back, I think going back and forth for like a couple thousand bucks. You know, so here he got like $15,000 I think for the movie Rocky, the, you know, selling it. He made way more after that of course once it you know, got uh, 
you know, put out there and everything and it changed his life, but it was just really a nice story to hear how that's what he did and he ended up giving a couple thousand bucks of the 15,000 that he made to be able to buy back his dog. And so I was always really motivated and inspired by that. And so that might be of some value and be helpful for some of you that are in that position that are looking to go for it and just quit and be in that situation when you want to figure things out and find the way. But here's what I'll say. That's not the best approach for 99% of people. And it wouldn't be the approach that I'd probably take today. And the reason for that is I think you got to know what your risk threshold is. See, for me, I was 21 years old. I was willing to take on that risk because for me, I didn't have anything to lose. You know, I knew that, you know, I was living with roommates at the time, but I knew I could always live back with my mom. I knew I could always get another job. I knew I didn't have a lot of expenses in my life. I didn't have an expensive lifestyle. I didn't have a family. I didn't have kids. I didn't have a mortgage. I didn't have those things. And so I was able to take on that risk. You know, if I had kids and if I had a wife and if I had other responsibilities and obligations and debts, then I wouldn't, that wouldn't be the smartest decision to do because now you're making a decision. It's not just about you, but it's about your family and your decision has consequences that will affect them. And so I wouldn't be willing to take on that risk if it would affect them in that negative way and cause harm to that and cause harm to our future. So even though it worked out well for me and I'm a little bit crazy in that way, it might work out for some of you guys that are younger that can take on that risk and really go for it. But uh, here is what I think is the more intelligent approach and the safer, more secure approach. I'll share with you a few tips and strategies here for you. Number one, um, if you're starting your own business, for example, okay, or you just want to you know, get out of this job and find a new job or a dream job that you want to pursue, what I recommend that you do is to set a date. Okay, set a date in your calendar. Maybe it's 12 months from now, maybe it's six months from now, but set a date. So that's the date of when you're gonna quit your job. That's the date when everything is gonna become real for you, that you're gonna now start your business or you're gonna have that dream job lined up that you're now gonna be pursuing and starting instead, okay? By having that date, it's gonna create a sense of urgency for you, okay, where every day is gonna matter. Every single day is going to be an opportunity for you to plan and prepare for that day of when you're really going for it and pursuing it. So that's one of the smartest things you can do. If you don't have that date, then it's just going to be a dream for you. It's never going to come to reality. So set that date. Have that date, whatever amount of time that is. This is the day that I'm starting my business. And that means you got to get certain things lined up, prepared to the best, the best way you possibly can so that when you do decide to quit your job on that day, you're gonna be ready, prepared to succeed, okay? So that's number one. Number two is you gotta make sure that you have money put aside. You gotta make sure that you have a savings or an emergency fund. I always recommend at least three to six months of whatever your existing income is from that job or your expenses because there is some risk in quitting and pursuing this new business or this new job. Uh, the risk is, of course, if it's your own business, it could fail or you might have some slow months or months where you're not making enough money from it, in which case you wanna make sure you have the security that you can kind of dip into that savings for a rainy day if you need to, to be able to support yourself and your family. So that will give you peace of mind, okay? It will give you some confidence and belief to pursue it by having that money put aside. Or maybe it's this new job and you know this new job you know, it doesn't work out for, for whatever reason and you're on your own again and you can't get back your old job and you gotta find a new job again and maybe you gotta go a few weeks or months without a job, right? In which case you're gonna need that savings that you built up to be able to support yourself. 
So really making sure that you have that security, that emergency fund is really important because it's gonna give you more confidence and belief. You're gonna have kind of like a plan B and you've always gotta you know, expect the best but plan for the worst. So yes, go into it optimistic, uh, confident, and, and expecting the best is gonna happen for you. You're gonna be successful, this new business will do well, this new job is gonna do great, but you still gotta plan for the events that it doesn't do well. You gotta try to mitigate the risk and look at the downside of what could occur and plan for it so that if it does happen, it's not a big surprise and you're prepared for it, okay? The other thing that I'd recommend, if you're starting your own business, make sure, what, I'd, what I would do is build your business as you're working at your job and make sure that your business is fairly established and making at least enough money to be able to pay for your expenses before you quit your job and pursue your business full time, okay? So let's say you need $3,000 a month, okay? You wanna make sure your business is producing at least $3,000 a month consistently, okay? Not just for one month or two months. You wanna make sure at least for several months that business has been producing that amount of money, okay? It's stable, it's secure because a lot of people, they quit their job and their business, you know, has one good month and they think that's gonna last forever, but you never had the business long enough, it hasn't been consistent enough to, for you to really know how long that's gonna last because business is not like a job where you're getting paid the same amount of money every month. Some months might be a lot better than other months. Some months might be a high month, other months it could drop down and it's really based on the results in certain parts of the business. So a business, you want to make sure it's a little bit more mature, okay? It has to have some maturity to it. It has to have established itself at least for a few months. I think probably at least six months of that business consistently bringing in that amount of money that you need to survive and pay your bills. I, I would not quit my job unless I was doing it for at least six months, okay? Maybe even longer than that because some businesses you gotta keep in mind can be a little bit seasonal. You've never had, if you haven't had the business for one year yet, you don't quite know. There might be some months where sales drop Maybe the market drops a little bit, there's less demand for whatever it is that your business is. Other months might be higher months. So maybe the holidays is like a really high month for you in December, but maybe the summer months are slow for you. So the more time that you have to establish that business, the more certainty that you're gonna have to be able to project that this business can now support you, you know, long-term and everything. So that's an important thing if you are starting your own business. Um, if it is like a, a job, You'd wanna make sure that as you have your existing job, that new job is lined up for you, okay? And make sure that that new job is gonna be a good fit for you. Obviously, it could you know, uh, provide for you fun financially and meet certain requirements that you have. But I can't stress enough, really the key is just preparing. Preparing as much as you can for that and just having that date, okay? Having that date is gonna allow you to do that. You're gonna have to create a plan for yourself. This is what I'm gonna need in place for me to quit my job, to do it in a way where I'm confident and comfortable in making this decision of expecting the best, but I'm also planning for the worst case scenarios and I have contingency plans that if it doesn't work out with this new business or this new job, then what are you gonna do? So having those contingencies, having the backup plan, if it doesn't work out, I can go back to this job or I, there's this other opportunity that I can pursue instead having that backup will also give you peace of mind and help you mitigate the risk, okay? So that's what I would do. Uh, that's what I recommend for most people that are building their online business. Put money aside, save, okay, as with the existing job that you have, and also at the same time, slowly work away at building your business 
And you know, your job right now, if you're building your own business, is an advantage for you. Even though you might have as you might not have as much time to work on your business because of your job, the benefit that your job provides for you is money and cash flow. And you know, you can spend some time on the weekends and evenings building your business while you have this job. But, but <coughs> excuse me, but also some of the money that you're making from the job can allow you to build your business faster than you ever would be able to just by putting your time into it. So it is great to have more time to focus on your business, but you, if you can use some of the money you're making from your job to you know, help grow your business at the same time, then that oftentimes can be a lot better. So for example, maybe it's finding a good course or training program that you can go through and will help you build your business efficiently in the smartest way possible as you're working at your job and you can slowly go through the course and build your business. That's what most people do and what I recommend because then you're saving time and money by having a course that is providing experience and knowledge for you that's helping you get there a lot faster. Okay, so really it's about being smart, being efficient, planning and strategizing the best way you can to make sure that when you make this decision, it's gonna change your life and be the right decision for you. So I remember you know, that decision that I made when I was 21 years old was one of the best decisions of my life. My life's changed in so many ways. And I love being an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Some people, you know, having a great job and a great company and one that you love and enjoy, that can be incredibly fulfilling for so many people. Being an entrepreneur also you know, comes with stresses and challenges and risk and responsibility. And you know, some of the things that I've done, if I share with you the stories, might scare you away a little bit. But I think the key is knowing what you want for your life and who you are and what your strengths are and gifts and what your passion, your purpose is. And I think the key is pursuing that. You know, if you don't pursue it, you're not gonna really feel happy or fulfilled. You're always gonna wonder what if. And so getting clear on that is really important and making sure that you have the right plan and strategy to help you get to where you wanna go. Um, that's what I'm a big believer in. And if it is building an online business and you're looking for help and support, happy to support you with, uh, with my content here on YouTube. Subscribe to my channel here, but I also have resources and courses and trainings that I put together, some that are free and some that cost a bit of money as well, and I'll link to those below uh, this video. So click on through below if you wanna learn more about starting your business. I'll maybe link to a quiz that I put together that you can take to help identify which online business is the right path for you. So I'll link to that below. Or if you go to projectlifemastery.com quiz, Otherwise, thank you so much. If you enjoyed this, give this a thumbs up and subscribe for more videos by clicking the subscribe button below and turn on notifications for more videos from me. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I'd love to hear from you if you are quitting your job and maybe if you already have, leave a comment below. I'd love uh, for, to hear from you and also for you to share with other people what that experience is like or if you have any other tips for other people as well. Otherwise, thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you in the next video. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.